Hello and welcome to Man Woman Movie. I'm Jason Hulse. And I'm Aaron Hulse. And this is a podcast where we take turns picking movies. And no matter what the movie is, we both agree to watch it and review it. So, in this episode, I thought we would do something a little different. This is our first uh, mini-sode. So we've watched from Justin to Kelly. Masterpiece. Cobra. Masterpiece. And The Danish Girl. Pretty good. We want to imagine what it would be like if we mashed those movies together mm-hmm. into one movie. I think we did a pretty good job. I think so. We, we prepared a little something, a little outline, a little pitch, if you will. And then after that, we're going to take care of a little um, listener email if we have any. Sure. We'll, we'll check. We'll check with the research department, see if we got anything. Yeah. See if anybody has any questions for us. Okay. So without further ado, we present to you From Cobra to the Danish Girl. The film is set during spring break in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Eddie Redmayne is Lily, a transsexual singing waitress from Denmark. As her struggles with her identity and continued existence as a man become too much for her, Lily contacts a doctor in Copenhagen and makes plans for gender reassignment surgery. (laughs) However, her best friends convince her to go on one last spring break trip in the U.S. before she leaves. In Florida, Lily meets hard-hitting Pennsylvania cop Marion Cabretti, played by cliffhanger Sylvester Stallone. His codename is Cobra. They meet during a hostage situation on the beach. When negotiations between police and an armed psychopath fail, Cobra is summoned to the scene. He infiltrates a game of beach volleyball, locates a psycho, and tries to negotiate with him. The criminal speaks of the New Order, a group that despises fun and reality television. The psycho puts a shotgun to Lily's head after she tries to incite a musical number on the beach. During the confusion, Cobra shoots the psycho and saves Lily. They immediately fall for one another, but are separated when Cobra's partner, Sergeant Justin from American Idol, causes a riot by rapping about how he's going to take advantage of women. Cobra, upset over losing track of Lily, tries to return to his hotel, but is harassed by a beach patrol woman. She considers killing psychos on her beach littering. Later that night, in the bathroom of a club, Lily witnesses the psycho's friends and their leader, known only as the Beach Slasher, kill several people indiscriminately. Lily becomes the group's main target due to her being the only living witness to their crimes. As fate would have it, she is placed under Cobra's protective custody. Several more attempts are made on their lives by various people connected to the Beach Slasher. Cobra theorizes that there is an entire cult of fun-hating psychos. (laughs) Given the threat level and the fact that Lily has her gender reassignment surgery coming up, they decide to finish spring break at a beach in Denmark. Cobra and Lily fly to Copenhagen, accompanied by Sergeant Justin from American Idol and the beach patrolwoman. Cobra becomes romantically involved with Lily shortly after arriving at a Danish resort. Little do they know, the beach patrolwoman, who is still nameless, is a corrupt cop in league with the beach slasher. She feeds information back to his cult almost constantly. Despite Cobra's suspicions and mistrust of the beach patrolman, he does nothing and stays the night in a bungalow with Lily. The beach slasher and his crew attack in the middle of the night and besiege the bungalow. They wound Sergeant Justin from American Idol, but Cobra and Lily escape. (laughs) The two travel on foot and escape by blending into a rave. Cobra has defeated most of the Beach Slash's minions by this point, with a few remaining members following them into the rave. Chaos breaks out while Cobra is busy killing the remaining cultists. 
The beach slasher is about to stab Cobra in the back, but Lily breaks out in a musical number, which inspires the ravers around her to dance. The beach slasher and Cobra are separated, but find each other again near the DJ booth. They engage in a hand-to-hand -hand combat. Meanwhile, Lily fights and kills the corrupt beach patrol woman. Cobra kills the beach slasher by electrocution when he throws the maniac into the DJ's turntables. <laughs> In the aftermath, Cobra's police department arrives and begins cleaning up the area, giving medical aid to Sergeant Justin from American Idol. The turntables in the DJ booth keep spinning and the entire cast of the film enters into an eight-minute dance number, including the wounded Sergeant Justin from American Idol. The end credits begin as Cobra and Lily leave the rave, climb onto a motorcycle, and ride to the doctor's office to begin her gender reassignment surgery. <laughs> and there you have it, folks. From Cobra to the Danish girl. What do you think? I mean... You think people would be into that? If, if that doesn't scream masterpiece and, and awards... I don't know what does. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think you got... It's a real crossover demographic. You've got action. Yeah. You've got romance. You've got gender reassignment surgery. You've got almost everything. <laughs> so I feel it would be a giant hit. Listeners, if you feel like it would be a hit, or if you just completely despise everything we just said, you know, let us know in the comments of whatever service you happen to be listening to this on. Uh, be it the YouTube or SoundCloud or our website or any of the number of, of other areas. Sure. And give us a rating, kind of like a Rotten Tomato or what would ours be? I guess just stars. A lot of, you know, a lot of things use stars. iTunes uses stars. No. No? I want to be like Rotten Cheese or Fresh Cheese. Okay. Give us some Fresh Cheese. <laughs> we are also, believe it or not, we actually have some listener... Questions. Yes. Some email. I didn't think we would. Yeah, but we do. So if if any of you out there have any questions or comments for us, you can also get a hold of us at contact at tenwingmedia.com or just message us through Facebook. That'd be fine too. But uh, let's see. Um, questions. This, this comes to us from Chris... Is that how you pronounce it? I think that's how you pronounce it. C-H-R-I-S. Yeah, Chris. I think it's Chris. Um, okay, so we're going to go over. He's, he's sent us a few questions here. So, first of all, are you going to get around to watching my best friend's wedding? <laughs> Is that something you can tell your listeners now, or will we have to wait? I don't plan on watching that. I don't plan on watching it either. Um, and, I, you know, I would if, if even if I did... Pick it. I wouldn't say it here. Yeah. It would be a surprise. That's a good point. So but I guess I, the answer is yeah. There is no answer. I mean, it's not a great movie, but it's not a enough to want to review. Okay. He wants to know if we can define why the movie was called from Justin <laughs> to Kelly. <laughs> That's a really good question. I don't know. I yeah. I have no idea. From Justin. To Kelly. Like, it, it could be called Justin and Kelly, but going from. from one to the other, I have no idea. Like a message. Yeah, I think... I, you know what? I, I think it's the text message. How the text messages took over that movie. Ooh. It was a text message from Justin to Kelly. That's really good. And I bet you that's <laughs> way more thought out than they ever had in mind. Good one. 
Okay, so... What small things would you change about the movie to make it more enjoyable? If you were the executive in charge, would you even have made the movie at all? We're still talking about from Justin to Kelly? Yeah. Small changes would we make? Um... I actually have one. Oh. I thought about this. Okay. Um, because here's the thing. You know, obviously, like I said, the acting isn't good and all that stuff. And it was just very forced and, and everything was just felt very commercial. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about how to make this movie better. Honestly, if I was the person trying to make this. Um, and you can't really go outside the box because you can't like say, oh, you're going to put Justin and Kelly in a horror film. Like that just doesn't <laughs> appeal to the people that would want to see them in a movie. But I think you set the movie in the 80s. You make it totally 80s. Okay. Because then it's like you can have some cheesy music and like people get it because it was part of the style back then, you know, a lot of times. Like you're pretty in pink and those type of movies. Make it a like one of those Molly Ringwald style movies. That way you can still work in some quirky comedy with like the outfits and you can write in some some honest comedy with the time period, you know, considering the time period, like, Oh, look at the clothes they're wearing, that sort of thing. I would set it in the eighties. I I could see that. Some things about the movie would have to change again. Mm -hmm. The text messages. That's true. So then maybe the title, but (laughs) you know, true. Oh, well the, the internet girlfriend. Yeah, that would have, but that's useless anyway. So that's true. That whole subplot was pointless. Right. But yeah, that would be my answer. Do you have any? Uh, well, for one, I would make the songs actually match the scenario in the movie. Nice. Um, when they were talking about missing being in each other's arms when they had barely held hands. Um, that just was a little confusing. So um, I would change that. I would give the characters more um, chemistry. Um, and I would make the villain pay at the end. Yes. She got off scot-free. Totally. Just walked away. Yeah. Yep. So, okay. consequences. Consequences. Yep. Yep. And make the subplots matter. <laughs> that would be important. Have everything tie together. Yes. So, that was that was a great question. Uh, last question here. Are there any movies that you have both agreed to keep off limits? <laughs> and what are the chances one of you will pick a movie that you know the other won't enjoy creating an unending spiral of hate. Hate? Uh, I don't really see us picking a movie that will lead to an unending spiral of hate. Um, You did say you would never make me watch Twilight. Which is true. And I do make that promise still. I will not make you watch Twilight. I will still take that. (laughs) And you know what, though? I mean, to be completely honest, if you did pick it, I would not, like, leave the room. I would have... To watch it to. according to the podcast. Yes. So that's just you being nice. Yes, correct. Yeah. And I'm sure that there are some movies that I wouldn't pick. Um, nothing's really coming to mind off the top of my head. Um, like, I, I probably just wouldn't pick something like Lord of the Rings. You know? Thank you. I mean, I love it, but it's they're really so long. long. And... I just don't know that it would be a good fit for the podcast. So I think that's really the only guiding principle for me is will it make a good episode or not? You know, another type of movie that I wouldn't pick is a movie with Kate Beckinsale because I know that that is your 
your celebrity crush? No Kate Beckinsale movies, huh? <laughs> I guess I'll just have to pick them. <laughs> well, thanks again, Chris. Chris? If that's your name, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where that comes from. But we appreciate it. And again, if any of you want to get in contact with us, um, you can do so through tenwingmedia.com. You can find us on Facebook under Man Woman Movie. Our email address is contact at tenwingmedia.com. And we would love to hear from all of you. Fresh cheese or rotten cheese. Give us some cheese one way or the other. And we will see you on our next episode, upcoming episode four, which is my pick, my second pick. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, I'm looking forward to that. Yep. Buckle up. Buckle up.